Alrighty, hi, welcome back to another episode of In the Highs, In the Lows. This is our Advent series. Today we are talking about how God is eternal with Matt. Um, this is one of the episodes of the podcast. I'm not sure which one because I have to move around the schedule all the time. Um, but we're talking about how God is eternal. Matt, tell us a fun fact. What's up, guys? Uh, fun fact about me. Mm-hmm. So my wingspan is bigger than my height, which is abnormal. So I'm six foot seven. <laughs> But my wingspan is actually closer to six foot eleven. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's nutty. A little bit. Wow. It's a little crazy. Came in handy for basketball when I was younger. Oh, did you play basketball? I didn't I know did. that. I mean, it makes sense. I probably could have put two and two together. Yeah, you know, tall guy basketball. I also played basketball. Actually, I played select basketball for two years, and I played three other years of basketball. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball yeah. my favorite sport. Yeah, it's fun. I was gonna play in high school, but my high school is three over three thousand students, and I was like, yeah. Not to put my hat in the ring on that one. That's a lot of students. Yeah, I did not grow up that way. I grew up in a small high school where I got to See, my middle school had 88 kids in my grade. Uh My high school has 1,000 kids in my grade. So I was like, no, I'm good. I'm I'm not going to play sports anymore. That is a major jump. Yeah, it was nuts. That's private school life for you, though. Yeah. Um, Okay, so tell us about God being eternal. Yeah, diving into it. Mm -hmm. So in my research, I've spent a little bit of time on this and just – really been pouring over the scriptures in this. And it's like, one of the things I found is that God being eternal is one of the grand narratives of scripture. Mm-hmm. Do you know, do, do you know what a grand narrative is? I'm pretty sure after we went over this beforehand, you told me what it is, that it's like a concurrent story. That's kind of like going out throughout the whole thing, or maybe yeah. I'm wrong. No, no, you, you're, okay. you're right there. Okay. So, so a grand narrative also called a meta narrative. If you really mm-hmm. want to get nerdy, it's a theme that can be found throughout four different sections or genres of scripture. Mm-hmm. And these are the creation where God created everything, mm-hmm. the fall where we fell from that creation. We fell from the perfect creation, the redemption where Jesus came to redeem us. And then the restoration where God comes down to earth and we are restored. Yeah, yet to happen. Yeah, yet to happen, yet to happen. Mm -hmm. And see, God's eternality, it can be found in a lot of different scriptures. Like Genesis Mm -hmm. 1-1, which is like, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It it started with God. It didn't Mm -hmm. start where there was something and then God created. It was God. It's in the beginning, God. Yeah, in the beginning, God. Uh, Psalm 92, 90 verse 2 is also a great one, which is before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, Mm -hmm. from beginning to end, you are God. From beginning, you are God. And then the last one that that I really like spoke to me was Isaiah 40, 28, which is, have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never Mm -hmm. grows weary or weak. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He's the everlasting God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he literally had no beginning. Rather, yeah. he began all beginning. Mm-hmm. The story begins with God, not us. Yeah, which is really hard to comprehend because it's like God doesn't exist within the realm of time, which I know you go into more later, but it's just like as humans, we're very much like give us a fact sheet. Like mm-hmm. I want it in a way where I can understand. Like that's why people struggle with math so much because right. if I give you a bunch of numbers, you might not understand what to do with those numbers. Right. Um, and it's like, well, that's another thing where it's like, if God is existing outside of the realm of time, mm-hmm. if you think about that for more than about five seconds, your head starts to hurt because it's like, that's not something you're used to and you can't comprehend. Right. Which I think is just nuts. One of the one of the cool ways that, that I've seen 
people like try to explain this, especially to, to kids ministry, which is what I have a background in before students Mm -hmm. is it's like a parade, right? Life is like a parade. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting in one corner of the parade, you're only seeing a little bit at a time. And that's like us. We're sitting Mm -hmm. in one corner of the parade as life goes by and we're only seeing what's directly in front of us. Whereas God has this like helicopter view where mm-hmm. he's seeing everything, he's seeing the start of the parade, the, the ending of the parade, and the middle of the parade all at one time. Mm-hmm. Which, if you start to think about that too much, it'll also start to hurt your brain. But it's a little bit easier to kind of get this concept of God being outside of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. One of the, one of the cool things about, about God's eternality is if you take the other doctrines and things that Christian faith holds, and you take them out and you, like, and you leave out God being eternal you're left with like almost nothing. Mm-hmm. God's eternality, it's woven throughout all of scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can weigh it against literally any other tenant you want to take. Like if you think he's all knowing, well, if he's all knowing, he's got to be, he's got to be eternal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you go into the all knowing or like wise, it's like, why would somebody, like if he is eternal and therefore he's wise, if we're making that assumption, then it's like, I, I got stuck for a second thinking about that of like, okay, well, if you took away God's eternality, whatever mm-hmm. the word you've been using is, um, like how does that take away like God's love? But it's yeah. like, it takes that away because if he wasn't eternal, he wouldn't be wise and he wouldn't right. know the power that that actually holds. Very true. So. And one of, the, one of the cool things about him being eternal is just as he is the beginning mm-hmm. in the Bible, it says that he is also the end. And mm-hmm. uh, Revelation 22, one of my favorite books of the Bible uh, it says that book. yeah, it is a scary it's a good book. scary book. It is but... a good scary book. It says that I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the mm-hmm. first and the last, the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. God has a seity, meaning He needs nothing other than Himself. God's eternality is His seity over time. Mm-hmm. So we say that God has dominion or lordship over time. Mm-hmm. He rules over time. It's yeah. because he exists above it and apart from it, but he can enter it to accomplish his purposes. Just as I was mm-hmm. saying, like the whole helicopter idea, God's above time. Mm-hmm. But then God can swoop down into time mm-hmm. to accomplish things for his goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, it's so crazy to think about because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, it's just crazy to think about. It is crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. It's words are hard. <laughs> words are hard. But one of the coolest things about God's acidity is it's the, one of the biggest differences between him and us. Mm-hmm. See, we need God. Yeah. That we, we can't get around that. Yeah. There's no part of our life where we don't need God. Mm-hmm. And for non-believers, they don't know they need God, but they really do. Mm-hmm. And yet, God doesn't need us. He doesn't require no. us. Mm-mm. There's nothing that God needs from us. There's no works we can do. God exists perfectly fine mm-hmm. without us. Yeah. And despite all of that, despite him not needing us, he wants a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we forget that because it's like, I don't know. In my mind, do you, this is off track a little bit, but I promise it'll cycle back. I'm sure you've seen Finding Nemo. Of course. Okay. That's really good. So that's where I'm going to go with this. So, you know, a a clownfish lives in an anemone. Yeah. Only clownfish can live in there because of the toxins on that anemone. But there's something between this, um, 
what's called like the food that the clownfish brings in, I'm pretty sure is what actually is benefit. Like it benefits the anemone because the anemone now has a way to get more food. Mm -hmm. Um, And on top of that, the clownfish is now safe from predators because nothing else can access this anemone without getting killed. Right. And I think a lot of the times we think of our relationship with God the same way. Yeah. It's this like two way streak. And it's like another example is like in nature, we see this all the time. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's like flies that will like go and eat the dirt off of an elephant's back. I think. It might be a different animal, but there's like, like flies will go fly around an animal. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times that's like actually cleansing to the animal. And we think we're the same way to God. It's this uh, relationship that's working a two way streak. It's like, we're giving this and God is giving this. Like, because God is giving me salvation, I'm going to give him my faith. And I'm going to tell people about Jesus and A, B and C and uh, whatever. And it's like, that's not it. Like he, if you're having this idea, that's why I hate the idea of like, your good works is what's getting you to heaven. Mm. It's like, well, then that would give off the idea that God needs us. Yeah. Because it's like, at, at the core of it, he doesn't need us. Like, what he's doing is he's asking for us in this relationship. Yeah. And, like, we're getting this idea that he needs us and he's asking, and he's like, he needs us and he's not going to go anywhere without us. Mm. And it's like, that's not it at all. We're not this, like, two-way streak. It's rather God is calling us and we get the joy of going with yeah. God, even though we can't provide anything. Yeah. And one of the coolest things about that, like you were saying about works, like, if, if we were a works-based uh, religion, like a lot of religions are, mm-hmm. then one person could boast because they have X amount of serving hours yeah. or they've done X, Y, and Z and you haven't and they're more saved than you, whereas the salvation God offers puts us all on a level playing field. Yeah. 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 Also, like God created us with eternity in mind. If you look at if you look at the book of Ecclesiastes, I know that's one of your favorite books. It is. I love Ecclesiastes. Uh, Ecclesiastes three eleven. Yet God may, has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the eternity that He's made us for. He created us for eternity mm-hmm. back in the garden, and we screwed that up. Yeah. And we've just continually been screwing that up again and again and again and again and again mm-hmm. till present day. Yeah. But but our minds and our hearts are still set for eternity. Which leads me to, I mean, John 3.16. Classic. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Everyone knows this. I'm going to say it. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternity. Have it, have, yeah. But have eternal life. But have life. eternal life. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Words are hard today. Yeah. Uh, our ticket to eternal life is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's the only way there. Yep. Yeah. And this really changes who we are. Mm-hmm. Because we have this ticket to eternity, we should live like it. Mm-hmm. Like if I score tickets to my favorite concert, you best well bet that I'm blasting it all over my social medias, that I'm yeah. running around telling everyone, like, look at what I got. Yeah. Yeah, like, I got Taylor Swift tickets. Did you really? No. Oh, my gosh. I wish I did. Oh, no. my goodness. I thought that was an example. serious for a minute. Oh, I wish I did. But oh. no. Yeah, I tried to get the ones for the t- concert she did with Paramore. But oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been. Paramore's good. Yeah, and you would have gone and told everyone yeah, how you got them. Hypothetically. Sadly, hypothetically. I didn't. But, like, if anyone wants to send tickets to Ellie. For I found, I life. have a friend who has an extra ticket. But what? it's for the one in Colorado. And I'm like, well, I don't have the money to go to Colorado for... Taylor Swift by myself. Oh, come on now. Sorry. I have college to pay for. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. 
But yeah, we should live like we have this ticket to eternity. Mm-hmm. We should be doing the same thing. We should be going out and telling everyone. Yeah. Because like, hey, this is way better than any concert or show or really mm-hmm. anything. This is a ticket to eternal life. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if you go into that, it's like a lot of people are trying to find this like ticket to eternal life, whatever that looks like. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the times when we say ticket to eternal life, like now in this circumstance, we're talking about literal physical eternal life. But right. eternal life often is not just that, but it's this idea that like of being saved. Yeah. I think it's just like it's a sim- very similar mindset. And I think that we often go and we're like, well, I can find it from A, B, and C. Yeah. Why would I go to church where I'm going to get condemned by Christians? Or even some people think condemned by God, which yeah. is not what the Bible teaches. But yeah. um, they go in and they're thinking that. And it's like, when I can get it from A, B, C, when it's like, why would you be able to get this ticket to eternity from anything but an eternal God? Yeah, that just brings to mind uh, Matthew seven thirteen and 14. Mm-hmm. Um, you can enter God's kingdom through a narrow gate. Yeah. Like, narrow is the gate. And it says the, the, the highway to hell is broad. Mm-hmm. And the gate is wide for many who choose that. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult. And only few ever find it. Mm-hmm. That road is like, hey, if you're going to go and you're going to get saved and you're going to do this, like, there's going to be things that pop up. And it's not mm-hmm. the most popular route. No. It's not even, like, from the outside looking in, it's not even the most attractive route. There's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of, like, the world's ways of trying to get saved. Mm-hmm. Using air quotes there for the podcast listeners. In the They're all podcast saved. listeners. This is not being recorded video-wise. So. I know that. But yeah. you know what? Yeah, it's it's so hard to do, to look at that and say, like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, that idea of, like, it's, like, countercultural is what you were saying earlier. I don't know if you said it just now, but, like, you were saying uh-huh, that yeah. earlier. But, oh, sorry, do you want to go into that first? You're good. No, you okay. take it. <laughs> um, it's, like, this idea of being countercultural, and it's, like, well, how often do we, like, like, right now, so where am I going with this? Um, it's hard to think of Christianity as countercultural because yeah. you're thinking of Christianity, not mm-hmm. Jesus as countercultural, because it's, like, the foundings of our nation are built on Christian ideals. Mm-hmm. You really think about it. If you read through that constitution, a lot of it's found in that. A lot of it's found in like, I want religious freedom. I don't mm-hmm. want to get tied to a church. I want to be tied to like, not necessarily Jesus. Cause I don't know what they were thinking at the time, but a lot of it's built on these Christian ideas. And it's like, we go in today and it's like, you learn in public school to treat your neighbor as yourself. That's not something that humans came up with. Mm-hmm. That is something Jesus said, right. spoiler alert. And it's like, Christianity has become so mainstream that often it doesn't feel countercultural anymore. And that's because it's like, are you finding Jesus countercultural or Christianity? Because Jesus does go against the culture. Right. Even though it seems like he shouldn't. Because, like, you read through that and you're like, well, he's this perfect being. Why is he going against the cultural? Like, why are people, like, rebelling against that? But then it's also, like, the minute you try and live in those ideas that Jesus is preaching, it's like, I get why people don't like that. I get why people aren't doing that because it's like, I used the example earlier of gossip. Like, it's like everybody knows gossip is bad, but like I'll talk to my friends and we will straight up sit there and gossip for hours Mm because it's just, it's so easy and it's the way this world is like built around right now. So this idea of like, like I told my friend a couple weeks ago, I was like, I've noticed that I've developed a gossiping problem. I don't want Mm -hmm. that anymore. I want to get rid of that. And I told him and he was like, I don't think what we're doing is gossiping. And I was like, well, if I'm saying something to you that I wouldn't say to their face, it's most likely gossiping. Yeah. So I'm like, because I I don't want to say, I would never say that to this person, but I would say it to you behind their back. And they, uh, they were like, they don't know Jesus. So he was like, 
yeah, like, I don't think that's gossiping. And I was like, cool. Looks like you can't help me out with not gossiping, but it's yeah. all good. Yeah. Well, one of the things, like, Christianity, the, the, the pursuit of Christ, mm-hmm. like, it's per- it, like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. We're pursuing something perfect. Yeah. And the world sees a lot of things, like what you said, like, treat your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said that, but we're not being taught that. Because it's still a good thing. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, they're like, okay, hey, we don't want to be affiliated with the whole Jesus thing. Yeah. But we want to, we like this part. Mm-hmm. We Like, society has a tendency to, like, pick and choose a lot of these different things. Yeah. And, like, one of the things you realize if you start, like, looking around is that we're very much in a post-Christian society. Mm-hmm. We're in a society where, like, following Christ mm-hmm. is not popular. No. There's a lot of people that would say they follow Christ, but there's not a lot of people Being that Christian like, is popular. Being a Christian is popular. Following Jesus, yes. which is very different, is not yes. popular. Very, yeah, that's what, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And, you know, I can think of a lot of times, like, growing up, that following Christ and being more than just a proclaiming Christian mm-hmm. was really interesting. Yeah. There was a lot of friendships that I lost because of it, and there was a lot of, like, struggles that I went through. Mm-hmm. Because of that, even though, like one time, I was estranged from my dad because he would he didn't believe and I did, and it was this weird dynamic mm-hmm. of figuring out who I am. And like to be it, to be quite honest, it was it sucked for a long time. Oh yeah, I'm not at all shocked by that. Yeah, but and like but like it goes back to Matthew seven, like the road was the road was difficult. Yeah, but the end. The end is always going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. There, there's a, there's a call, and I want to read it. It's a that the apostle Paul gave to Timothy, and Timothy was a was a young man that that Paul was discipling, that he was training. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's so pertinent to like this message and to to just us as people today. Mm-hmm. And I just want I just want to read that out real quick. It says uh, it says, but you Timothy, and you can insert your name there. Yeah. Are a man of God. So run away from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Hold tightly to the eternal life to which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. And I charge you before God, who gives life to all, and before Christ Jesus, who gave good testimony before Pontius Pilate, that you obey this command without wavering, then no one can find fault with you from now until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so pertinent to to the young people in our society right now, mm-hmm. like the young believers, mm-hmm. like run away from evil things. Yeah. And it even gives you, like, live a life of faith, a life of love, of perseverance mm-hmm. and gentleness. Yeah. And then it hits on eternal life, which is what we're talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like man, live for that eternal life. Yeah. Hold tightly to it. Mm-hmm. One of my, one of my most favorite things whenever the road gets tough and, you know, I feel like, like, man, I'm just, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why this is happening to me as I... As I look into the book of Revelation, this is why I say it's one of my favorite books. I look at the description of New Jerusalem, which mm-hmm. is which is the what God's going to create here on earth. Mm-hmm. And it says that the city is made of emeralds. 
and that the roads are paved with gold, that rivers of life flow through and that there's no temple because the spirit of God dwells with his people. Mm-hmm. And like that for me is just, it's all the buy-in I need to live for that eternal life that God offers. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Okay. Do you have any other final thoughts? Okay. I don't really either. It was like 20 minutes. It was solid. Alrighty. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I think this was a pretty solid episode. Um, we, if you are listening, you should go tell your friends about it. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Yeah, Amazon Music. Okay, cool. Um, and then Spotify, all really, really fun. You can check out my Instagram at in the highs dot in the lows to get updates every single day on what our topic is for this Advent series. And then it'll be once a week once we switch back to normal weekly podcasts. Um, now that I actually have the technology to run that. Um, and then also I now have a merch store and it's really cool. And they have for people who have uh, six eleven long wingspans. The sizes actually go up to 5X, which is bigger than you need. But just so glad lots that. of stuff. Yeah. Count me if you're down for two. Yeah. Well, you can just order it online. There's a website. So, yeah. Yeah. They're not, like, at my house or anything. They just, like. I see. Look yeah. at you all professional. I know. Um, yeah. So, you should go check that out. It's been super, super fun. Okay. Bye.